welcome back and thanks for tuning in to Oil & Gas Onshore, where I am on a relentless pursuit to bring value, unity, and information to the energy industry one conversation at a time. So sit back, relax, and remember that even this very device you're listening on requires some form of hydrocarbon. This episode is brought to you by our new sponsor for the Oil & Gas Onshore podcast. A big shout out to Technip FMC, a company who truly represents the future of the oil and gas industry. Hey everybody, I want to take a quick minute to tell you something that I'm really excited about. I've recently teamed up with Hitched Inc., one of the biggest and fastest growing tech startups in oil and gas. You've probably seen them all over LinkedIn. From generators to light towers, pumps to forklifts, use Hitch to pair your company with reliable rental suppliers and eliminate the hassle of logistics through the use of an in-app platform. Hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to schedule a demo. Welcome to this week's episode. We're here in the virtual world with JP Warren, VP of Sales and Marketing, and Chris Zombrecker. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Managing partner of Capital Petroleum Consultants. Did I pronounce each one of your names correctly? Hopefully, yes. But if not, tell me now. We got the JP. Yeah, no, you got that right. <laughs> okay. Chris, what about you, bud? Yep. Chris Soundbreaker, you got it right. A lot of people don't, but you got it. Excellent. Excellent. No, the reason I ask is because I highly respect you know making sure that I do that correctly. And so as someone whose name's been pretty much murdered since day one. I always like to at least double check. But anyway, here we are. Like I said, we're in the virtual world. Normally we record at the Canon. If you've never been to the Canon here in Houston, be sure to check it out. But obviously right now with the way things are going, we're going through historical chaos, if you will. Gentlemen, I just want to thank you for coming on, working from home and you know, coming on to OGGN. You guys, I met with you folks not too long ago and we actually met Shoot, what was that AED casino night, was it not? It was, yeah. You know, Justin, I had kind of been following you online and on LinkedIn and listening to a few podcasts and really was enjoying what you guys were putting out there and bumped into you at the AAD casino night and introduced myself. And I think that was kind of our first introduction with one another in person. Yeah, no, that's right. And I've got to say, you know, it was certainly a pleasure meeting you gentlemen. I appreciate all the support from you guys. And JP, you know, even through the chaos, you've managed to shine light on the situation and make the best of what's going on right now. I got to ask you, man, where does that sense of optimism and attitude come from? Man, I wish I had an answer for, answer for that. I really don't know. It's I'm not sure if it's part faith or it's part just kind of knowing that we're all in this boat together, literally. I mean, not just our oil field family, but everybody's in the same boat. And it's one of those things. It's like, we're all not going down together. I mean, I personally try to stop reading the news around 7.30 a.m. If not, it just gets in my head and sticks with me. Yeah. So I'm trying to, th- I mean, I just, I've always kind of been like this. I mean, should something happen or some sort of obstacle or actually, I mean, I mean, if the you know rug gets torn out underneath your legs, like it has with everyone here underneath your feet. I mean, it's just one of those things like it's going to pass. I mean, a saying that, that comes to me whenever, you know, I'm going through something personally or anything like that is this will pass. Like, Mm-hmm. This too shall pass. And it's just one of those things. Look, I know everyone, like, I mean, I'm talking to some of my friends and they're, you know, a lot of people are kind of, you know, under the weather, kind of depressed. They don't want to reach out to people. They're worried about their jobs. I mean, as everyone should be right now, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's time to focus on the negative. I'm just trying to like, guys, look, it sucks. Let's just have, I mean, let's try to br- come together as a community. I mean, yeah. last night, my wife and I, we had a virtual double date with some of our uh, frustumers, you know, I call the friends that are customers. We had a virtual yeah. day and we just all said, Hey, look, six o'clock, let's have our steaks ready. And let's just talk. And I think we locked it down at nine forty-five. 
I mean, it was just wow. a good time to talk, start talking to people again. Love how the chaos is breeding innovation, and not only from you know obviously oil field companies out there and any company for that matter is going to innovate and come up with something that hopefully is groundbreaking. And even if it's not, there's going they're going to innovate in some form or fashion. But not only I would imagine you guys are innovating as a company, but you're innovating in a way that you communicate with your customers, which adds significant value to the marketplace. And so I applaud you for that. So before we keep going here, just for context, folks, it's March 27, 2020. I don't know exactly when this is going to be aired, but all, you know, right now real I'm looking quick, at... Real, real quick, real quick. What's the yes, date yes, again? yes. What's the date again? Because I feel like we've been March. in quarantine for 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. March 27th, 2020. And oil price right now, according to you know the world market here, is 2112 WTI. So it's, yeah, you know, again, hopefully when the time, the time that this ends up airing, things are going a little bit better, but we're, we're in the thick of it right now. But what I want to do is I'll let each of you gentlemen introduce yourselves. And I'd really would like each of you to tell me one thing that this whole quarantine and situation has taught you or has made you realize. And Chris, why don't you go ahead first, buddy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of background on me. You know, I'm uh, by background, uh, a petroleum engineer, grew up in Lafayette, Louisiana, went to LSU, been here in Houston for the last 20 years, basically practicing petroleum engineering. Okay. Started out with Devon Energy and larger independent and kind of did my training there and hopped around at a few different spots after that. And for the past 15 years, I've kind of been in the consulting world or end of petroleum engineering with a focus mainly on drilling and have started our own petroleum engineering and wellside supervisory consulting firm and capital petroleum consultants back at the end of 2014. So that's that's a little bit of background on me and you know where where I've been. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, this current situation that we're in, you know, it's it's unlike any other. That's for sure. Unlike anything we've seen before, you know, some of these downturns that we've seen in the past in 2008 and 14. And, and here we are. I think the circumstances that have piled up and, you know, the different factors are just crushing, crushing to us. But what, you know, I think I'm focusing towards and, and leaning on heavily is number one, all the opportunity that's going to be brought out of this situation, keeping our eye on the ball, making sure we are able to recognize those opportunities that are no doubt going to prevent themselves through all this and trying to stay positive. And we will come out on the other side of this thing. And one thing I'm certain of is that the way we conduct business will have changed exactly how, you know, is yet to see. But things are going to be different when everybody gets back to work. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. What about on the home front? Has it kind of, you know, has it changed the way you guys interact or, or is there anything positive that have come out of just being stuck at home for these last few weeks? Absolutely. I can say yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, JP, I know you're, you're probably raring to go and Chris, hold the thought if you've got one, but JP, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then you know, kind of where you're at now and, you know, maybe some things or even just one thing that the quarantine has taught you or made you realize. Well, I was born in Houston. I grew up in Connecticut, went to Texas A&M, graduated in marketing, and I went to Lille, France to get my master's. And then I moved wow. back to Houston and I got a job in the oil field after about six or seven months of looking. I got a job in the oil field at Noble Drilling, started off in HR as a temp, then I got an HSC, which was a good opportunity. I got to see, you know, many different facets of the company. I got to travel all around the world to everywhere that Noble Drilling had an office. 
Yeah. And then I then I wanted to get into marketing. I mean, th- these guys were. Why is that? Well, I mean, because there's a group about four. I think it was some feedback. Uh oh. That's okay. This is what happens when we're remote. I think we're good now. I'm not sure what happened there. You know what? If we, if we can sacrifice the quality of this uh, due to social distancing, then I'm all about that. Yeah, exactly. No, so. I, I think we're good there. But yeah, so so what what made you cho- choose marketing? And that's you know I, I think a lot of folks they dive into marketing where they really don't have a true sense and understanding of what it is. But what kind of made you go in that direction? Well, I mean, there was I mean there was a couple guys, probably about three or four older older guys, and they were kind of like the mad men of noble drilling. I mean, they always wore suits to to work. They'd go to lunch. They'd have a martini at lunch. I mean, it was just one of those mad men, and I was like, that's what I want to do. But <laughs> I order- hear you. In, or, in order to do that, you got to learn kind of what you're selling. So they put me in a, an operations management trainee program, which is a fast track program, when you, whatever you want to call it, where you work offshore, then you come back and do, you rasp about roughneck, Derek Hand, all that stuff. And then Macondo happened. And I got pulled back on shore and kind of just running around for about six months trying to find every COC for any pressure controlled system from the rig floor down to the BOP. So what is what is COC for those who aren't familiar? It's a certificate of like, it's pretty much... Sorry to get you. Got you. No, 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 no. It's, so, it's been so long. I just been calling it COCs. It's pretty much compliance, like pretty okay. much making sure that the equipment's been tested. Gotcha. So anyway, so so anyway, after that, I was pulled back in the office, and then a buddy of mine, Scott Keller, who was over at Alice Chalmers at the time, wanted me to go to Saudi Arabia for it's supposed to be four to six months, but that turned out to be about a year. That's a big title. Ready? It's acting country manager, which sounds boom. big. Boom. Exactly, but. You no, know, I had what four, four to seven people below me. So <laughs> big title. <laughs> so anyway, I'll use it. So after that, I came back. It was Archer at the time. They put me into sales and I did that for about six months. And I met my old boss, Bubba Smith of Penergy. And I was there for about seven and a half years. And it was one of the best groups of people I've ever, ever been around with and worked with a great family. And probably about five, six months ago, I don't even know what, maybe probably about six or six months ago, whatever it was, I made the decision to go over to Capital Petroleum Consultants and kind of, they wanted me to kind of come in and kind of help grow the brand and help build a brand. So that's what I've been here doing. And it's, and it's been a blessing. It really has. Yeah, no. And I can certainly say you've done a great job over the last, I would say six months or so. I've seen you guys pop up and, and just, you know, conversations that have been had throughout, you know, my conversations with customers and different folks. You guys are certainly doing a good job. And, you know, unfortunately right now due to the circumstance, I'm sure, you know, we're having to shift and, and maybe do a little bit more for less. But, you know, I wanted to ask from a business perspective and not necessarily you guys specifically, but and Chris, maybe I'll ask you this. What's the biggest challenge you have right now? I mean, like there's not much activity going on. That's obvious. But is the challenge keeping your troops motivated? Is it the balance sheets? Is it like, what do you see as a company right now? What, what are you guys facing with just on a very high level? You know, I think we're no different than any other company or service provider or even operator for that matter out there. Right now, we're struggling with the unknown, just like everyone else is. I mean, I think it's obviously inevitable that we're looking at a drastic, very drastic reduction in activity in in our space. And we just don't know who or what or when. And obviously that reduction is going to impact different companies in different ways at different times. And so, you know, and even if you did have a quasi answer to some of those questions, we know how our business works and, and even, even a feel good may not mean a thing right now. So I think, you know, us being able to posture ourselves 
and strategically, you know, do things such that we can just weather the storm as we've done in the past is, is really our main focus and goal right now, along with, of course, you know, maintaining our, our relationships with our clients and, and keeping up the level of work that they've grown accustomed to. Yeah, most certainly. Well, for the listeners out there who may not be familiar, and I'll open this up to either one of you, how would you, how do you describe Capital Petroleum Consultants and, and some of the services that you guys offer to the marketplace? You know, what we do is not terribly, you know, complex. I mean, we offer on a consultancy basis any type of well engineering, whether it be drilling, completion, production, facilities, both onshore and offshore in addition to providing well site supervision for all of those services. So mm-hmm. uh, okay. that, that in a nutshell is, is us. And, you know, I think what may separate us from some of our, you know, competitor competitors, large and both small is, you know, we're, we're looking to maintain personal relationship and a personal understanding as well as a business understanding of, of our clients needs. You know, we, my partners and I in our business, we're all engineers. You know, we've all sat on the other side of the desk, so to speak. We've all worked for operators. So we, we understand what those guys need, what they want, what they don't want. And, you know, we feel like that sets us apart and kind of is our core value really is, you know, we're looking to get to a spot where, a drilling manager or completion manager has known us for years and understands the work that we do and says, Hey, Chris, or Hey, JP, I I need a couple guys that can do this, this, and this. And they just trust us that they're going to get what they need. And that's, that's been, you know, as with, I'm sure a lot of different companies, but that that's been our bread and butter type client. Gotcha. Gotcha. GP, I got a question for you, man, being on the sales and marketing side of things, how important has it been for you to to really tell the story and build the brand? And how have you had to shift your focus or maybe strategy even over the last few years since like things like LinkedIn have become such a popular tool? Man, I never used LinkedIn until six <laughs> months ago. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought yeah, it was kind uh, of a I social media platform. I was like, come on, guys. So when I was at Pinergy, I was in sales. I had nothing to do with the, the product or the brand besides designing a couple hats or anything like that. But coming over here, um, <laughs> Chris and Terrell, the, my other business partner, have really kind of let me kind of run with it. Of course, there's a kind of system checks and balance. Like, I want to move forward this way and it'll stop or they want to do something. I'll kind of, so it's a good team effort. But I think one of the most fun things I've had the opportunity to do. I mean, before this whole quarantine lockdown, I mean, we were bringing some of our, again, what Chris was saying is exactly 110% right. How are we different than any other service company out there? Well, to me, it's all about relationships. It's all about yeah. telling a story. It's all, t- the, what is the personality behind Capital Petroleum Consultants? So we're, we're I'm trying to, we are trying to build more of a personality of behind it, like who we are. I mean, the most important thing right now not just right now, but I mean, leading up to this, and I think it's me moving forward, is a relationship with your customers, is a relationship with your fellow peers and your, and your, I mean, who do we want to be? And that's kind of, that's kind of been the challenge. I mean, since I've been over there, our LinkedIn has completely gone up. We've tried new things. There's been Instagram and Facebook accounts for us and all that. Just cool. recently after discussions with you, I mean, I know we sidebarred, but we're talking about doing a podcast, you know, and, and we're, we got the wheels moving forward with that. I mean, it's just, staying relevant and just building that brand and telling a story on who these people are at the company. It's not just bragging about like, oh, we donate X amount to this charity or this. It's who are these people? 
You yeah. Know? No, I mean, and feel free if you want to sort of touch on the podcast, tell the listeners a little bit what it is. And like I said, by the time this airs, you may be out and about hitting the streets with the podcast. So feel free to kind of plug it and, and exp- you know, describe what it is and the purpose and, and why folks out there may be interested in listening in. Well, though, Chris, you can kind of chime in at the end and talk, kind of talk about what the summary after I think that was pretty good. But in reality, it's just shoot the bull with our peers, with anyone from the service side to the operator to the rig side, just kind of have a conversation. And I don't mm-hmm. want it to be about oil and gas. This is more get to know the person behind the role. So, awesome. man, it could be anything. I mean, what interests you? What inspires you? What do you put in your energy in? And it's, and it's been some good, pretty good banter that we've had with a couple of our guests. So I'm That's looking awesome, forward. man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, you know, what do you, see the, what do you see the Delaware Basin rig count be in Q4? No, it's... That's out right. there. This is more of a <laughs> shoot the bull session with your buddies and get to know someone. Yeah, no, most definitely. And well, I don't even think you said the name, man. How do we find it? Round the Rotary with me, J.P. Warren. Zombrick, <laughs> do you want to tag in on kind of a more formal description of the podcast? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we've pushed a digital media forecast and I think, you know, we, people are starting to notice that and, and we're having some fun with it and you know, talking with you, Justin, and seeing what you guys have been doing in the podcast world has always been, I guess, intriguing. And, you know, I just, I wanted a chance to try to reach a broader audience than, you know, what we could do face-to-face. And I think, you know, we've got lots of connections and, you know, very good opinions from lots of different people from every angle and, and every end of the oil and gas industry. And, I mean, I think it was, it's going to be important for everybody to be able to hear those opinions and, and thoughts from a lot of these different people and kind of just trying to make things, get them on a more personal note and get people to maybe have an understanding of what we do and who we are and what we've done and, and how we work and our view of the state of the industry, whether that be good or bad at the time, just getting that out there. And, you know, we're, we're going to be around. Good. CPC is going to be here. And so, you know, we're just trying to develop a rapport with with our audience and client base. Well, you said the right word and and something that I've really been in that word is rapport and reputation. This podcasting is certainly a fantastic way to build reputation and reputation and brand go hand in hand. But if you can leverage both, especially right now. People are going to do business with people who have a good reputation, who they can trust, who they know on a personal level, people that they know have their back. And podcasting, I've found, has been an excellent way to build a solid reputation. And some may argue, maybe I've built a, who knows, it may be questionable, but either way. Well, that's, I mean, but anyway, I applaud you guys for for going that route and and certainly taking a risk because I think there's such a... There's such a demand for doing what you're doing. And so, yeah, I just applaud you guys for doing that. Well, one other thing, I mean, that I think it would be kind of an intangible for the podcast. Let's say I'm talking to you and, you know, it's we're having a conversation, not about work. It's just you and me just talking. And you start talking, oh, I'm really into woodworking or whatever it is. Somebody's going to hear that. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm really into woodworking. So it might start some sort of relationships that might have not happened before. And that's kind of what this is all about. It's connecting people. Right. No, that's exactly right. Well, that's good. Looking forward to hearing more episodes on that coming out and hopefully in the near future. So how are you guys like, how would you or what do you recommend for companies out there to how they can add value in a marketplace right now that's depressed 
and then that we're not able to actually get in front of people. And I know we've kind of touched on it, but like, is there anything companies can do to help add the value instead of going in and saying, hey, we've got this cool technology. Why don't you try it? Is there anything you guys can recommend or, or any thoughts on that level? I personally, Chris, you can go first or I personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I can address that a little bit. And, you know, in, in answering that question, I kind of put on my operator hat. And, you know, what is important to me from vendors right now is, you know, them doing what they say they're going to do and having that trust in them with all of the uncertainty and disruption in the normal way that we've done business, knowing that you've got somebody out there, you know, whether it be your mud provider, your bit provider, your directional, your rig, whoever it is, you know, having a feel good that those guys are going to do what they say they're going to do is going to make everyone's lives easier and, and, and everybody able to sleep better at night during these, you know, difficult times. That's a great answer, man. JP, any thoughts on that, buddy? I think one thing that people, I mean, I'm, I'm in, in sales. I think the one thing that people should be doing and I should be doing more is, I'm not sure, I think it's happening. I, I'm just saying this from my little personal bubble as I'm stuck in the house. Is <laughs> keeping contact and, and keep conversations going with customers. Don't just call someone and say, okay, what's your, what's going to be happening with your response to this? Okay, thanks. Bye. No, it's maintaining that friendship. I mean, that's one of the things that I love about this industry is the amount of friends that we've established and created throughout the way. I mean, I got so many, you know, customers coming to my daughter's birthday party, I should expense it. But I'm just saying it's like, stay connected with people, especially during times like this and find a way, get creative with it. And I think that's the most, I think that's a huge way to add value to a to a customer and also help lifting each other up. I mean, this is scary times. This is depressing times. It's surreal. So let's just continue to keep those relationships going, pick each other up. Yeah, no. And a lot of this is it's an emotional roller coaster. Not only do you have the stress at work, you've got the stress at home. I mean, whether you're a stay at home mom or stay at home dad, there's people depending on the people that are out there providing financial security. And when that's at question, it can increase the level of stress at home. And when the level of stress at home, at least for me, if I have any little bit of stress at home, it's hard for me to perform at a high level at work. And so it's kind of a, a positive feedback loop. And so like you said, JP, talking with people, lifting people up, keeping people's attitudes up and having a sense of hope and optimism, you know, can certainly help change perspective. And with perspective, it'll end up changing the way you act and react to different situations. And so yeah, it, it may sound a little woo-woo, but but at the end of the day, all that stuff is important to to getting through these types of times because no one's experienced what we've experienced. So there's not a, there's no book out there that's like how to get over the coronavirus <laughs> economic downturn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this no one set the blueprint out there. So we all have to come together and fucking figure it out. Updated, yeah, updated, updated with the Saudi and Russia measuring contest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Playbook out there. You know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I've, I've kind of grown up in the business and, you know, my dad, his grandfather, you know, both of them are engineers and have been doing this for years and years. And my dad, who is also a partner at CPC, I mean, he just recently retired. And obviously, you know, we, we lean on him for his, you know, 40 plus years of experience in the business and all the ups and downs that he's seen. And it's just, it's mind boggling that, you know, the, the circumstances that we're looking at right now are, there's no playbook for it. Nobody knows, nobody right. knows. And, 
I mean, I literally lay in bed every night and think here for the last couple of weeks, like I just, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe it. Like I still can't wrap my head around it, you know, wake up every morning at six o'clock, flip the news on and see, oh my gosh, what is happening today? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, you know, we're all, it's, I've heard that same thing from, from a number of different people. And so, you know, I just for all the listeners out there, I hope everything's, you know, going well for you and your families. Make sure we stay safe. Fellas, you know, we're in the business of service and I had a drilling engineer just call me and I certainly, you know, I hate to do this, but I'm going to have to wrap some things up here. But I do have a, you know, a question to wrap this thing up for each of you. Is there a message that you'd like to relay, assuming everyone in energy is listening right now? Either one of you can start and yeah, I'm interested to hear. Yeah, I, I think, you know, my message and, and what I'm trying to say focus on myself as a person, as well as internally within our business and managing our people as we move forward is I'm trying to make sure that everybody has a keen eye for the opportunity that is going to be there when we come out on the other side of this thing. Because I, I firmly believe that where there's change, there's opportunity. And you know, I, I want to be able to capitalize on that. And so I'd encourage everyone to, you know, stay strong, stay positive and, and keep an eye out for the inevitable changes that are coming to our industry. And how can we use that to our advantage? And so that that's kind of my positive note. My note, that's a good, very good positive note, Chris. My note would be probably just change your perspective. I mean, this, I mean, people were cooped up in their with their families for, you know, two, four, six weeks, however long it's going to be. Enjoy this time. I mean, connect with your kids again. I mean, look, this sucks. This sucks for everybody, but there's nothing that we can do about it. There's not one thing we can do about it right now. So mm -hmm. take this time, take this time to stop and smell the flowers, be with your children, be with your wife, be with your loved ones. And I mean, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. This kind of put the world on pause and halt and not just oil industry, but I'm talking about financials, service industry, every industry, just we're stuck indoors with our families, right? Let's enjoy that time or let's try to make it fun and make it memorable and establish those connections again. And just, I don't know. Yeah. No, Change I, your, uh, keep your perspective on the right things. Yeah. No, those both are, ex you know, extremely good answers. Certainly good takeaway from that. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. You know, what I'd like to do is hopefully do a round two once you got the podcast up and running. We'd love to hear your guys' feedback and, and help promote what you guys are doing. Keep up the great work. There's a few little announcements I'd like to make. Anyone in the Houston area that's interested in playing oil field hockey, hopefully by the time this airs, we're back to the hack and whack. We do it every two weeks at Memorial City Mall Ice Rink. Hit me up on LinkedIn for more details. And if you're looking to get in shape over the summer, visit KTX Fit in Katy, Texas and get a free trial by telling one of the coaches that I sent you. JP, Chris, thanks again for joining me today. What's the best way for people to reach out to you guys or just to get to know more about your guys' company and what you're doing over at Capital? Man, we are. We have a strong LinkedIn presence. Find us on LinkedIn. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Let's subscribe and listen to our podcast. I mean, I might be doing TikToks for CPC at the end of the day. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. We, TikTok's we a, blown up. Yeah. I mean, we have a website as well. So, I mean, it's Excellent. just look us up. I mean, I mean, you're plugging uh, the hockey and all. If anyone wants, anybody wants to have a virtual beer with me one time, let me know. I'd love to connect with people. That's a thing now and I love it. Good for you. Well, I'll make sure and put your guys' links in the show notes. That includes a LinkedIn. I'll conclude the website. And if there's any 
I mean, if there's any other links or anything you'd like for me to help plug in here, I'm happy to do so. You guys are stand-up gentlemen. Business aside, you know, it's good to have friends in the industry and certainly applaud you guys for what you're doing, all the hard work you're putting into at home and and providing for your families. It's an excellent thing. And with that being said, everybody, always remember when the density's up and the gas is down, open the choke. Let's go to town. Ooh, (laughs) I like that. I like it. Hi, everybody. Alex here with the events on deck. So obviously we are in uh, unprecedented times right now and have been unable to carry out our last couple of happy hours that we had scheduled for last month. We have chosen to delay them and we'll continue to update you on when exactly we will be able to have those events again. Obviously, we're following along the recommended guidelines of the CDC and the World Health Organization. So we're really looking forward to seeing you and we're hoping that these events are going to happen sooner rather than later. But for now, stay tuned and we will keep you posted on those dates. Also, just want to say thank you to everyone for continuing to listen to Oil & Gas Global Network. We are fortunate to already have been a virtual company before the coronavirus and all of these issues started plaguing various countries. And we just want to continue bringing you guys the best information and to the best of our ability, keep you informed, especially while everyone is at home or at least most more people than ever before are at home. So we just would like to thank you for continuing to tune in and continuing to listen. And we hope that everyone is staying safe and we wish everyone the best. And thanks again. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Oil & Gas Onshore, a production of Oil & Gas Global Network. For more information, visit OGGN.com.